Wrestling is trash. Wrestling is trash. Bam! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 145 of Wrestling is Trash. I am, of course, Lou from the BX, a.k.a. Dominican Lou, Louis Balboa, the podcaster's favorite podcaster. I'm a little tongue-tied. I'm getting used to my Invisalign braces that I got put in yesterday. You'll have to pardon my my Frenchies. Um, again, I'm Lou from the BX, host of Dominican, co-host of Wrestling is Trash, host of Everything Podcast. But, of course, this is Wrestling is Trash, and it is the nonsensical podcast where we talk about the sport of professional wrestling, past, present, and possibly the future. Once again, it is Trash Tuesday, and we are here with you guys to talk all of the wrestles. You already know me. I got nothing else to say, so I'm going to pass it over. What up, everyone? As always, Nick Anicelli. Glad to be here. Got some interesting news things and other things to be discussing today upon you and the discussion at the end. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna have a good time today, Lou. Oh yes, sir. Yeah, we have a it's it's funny because it seems to me like the um the news cycle lately is just kinda like the same shit over and over again. It's kinda like being recycled because we're in such a everyone's waiting for Wednesday, bro. Like Wednesday yeah. is it's not just AEW Dynamite. It's Warner Brothers is having this gigantic thing. Um, they have their yearly conference, but like everyone's waiting for Wednesday to see what this information is that we're going to get about AEW and Warner Brothers. So it's kind of like, you know, there's little things going on here and there, but for the most part, like that's taken up the news cycle. And it's crazy. It's crazy because we gave our opinions about what we, you know, kind of think. It's going to happen next week. We're going to dive into that a little more on this episode. Um, and aside from that, yeah, there's not too much going on, man. Um, as far as me, everything is good with me. Um, like I said, I just life update. I'm wearing Invisalign braces. <laughs> and it sucks. It fucking sucks. This is the second day and I've had to wear this shit and it sucks balls. Um for those of you who don't know how it works, they they put little implants in your teeth and the braces clip up and click into those and hold the hold itself in place. So I have to wear them 22 hours a day. And when I eat, I take them off, obviously. But eating kind of sucks because I now have these protrusions sticking out of my teeth all around. And it's like mm-hmm. I'm chewing and that up there's chewing too and it's like weird because i'm feeling food going in places usually it doesn't go and i feel like it's everywhere and now i have to take care to floss and do all this other shit when i put them back on so the reason i say it's annoying is because like for instance today i work my first break's at eight in the morning it's a coffee break it's 25 minutes we have breakfast i gotta take them off go eat have my coffee Go to the bathroom a couple minutes after before break ends. Fucking brush my teeth again, and then put them back in after I clean them. Then at eleven, when I go to lunch again, guess what? I gotta go get my case, take them off, ransom, 
put them in the case, go eat my lunch, come back, yeah. brush my teeth again, fucking clean them. Again. It's fucking annoying. It really is. And I have to do this for the next, I don't know how many fucking weeks. So yeah, I, uh, growing up, I had like braces, like the normal braces. And, uh, yeah, I remember eating certain things and it was just like a massive fucking pain in the ass. But when you get that million dollar smile in the end, that's the goal. So I've always been self-conscious about my smile. Um, you know, I didn't take care of my teeth when I was younger and I ain't getting any younger now. So I figured let's take care of this shit now. So that's my current situation as far as that goes. So guys, if you hear any lisp, I might be, you might hear a little whistling every now and then forgive me. I apologize ahead of time. Um, and as far as that goes, man, everything else is good. Everything else is good. College good, is going to be starting up soon again. Work's going good. Everything's going in the positive. Uh, I got a couple bitches in rotation that I'm kind of, we'll get into that later. But everything is going good. Thank the good Lord. So, yeah, no. Uh, how have you been, my good. friend? I ain't got a bitch in the world. Um, yeah, really ain't got a bitch in the world. Just work, work, work. Um, I'm a proud fan of one team because it's something they did, but I'm not trying to go down that alley for Lou. So doing nah, pretty good fine. there. You're fine, That's bro. That's tomorrow as well. So I have an eventful Thursday. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I, like, I, I really just work. I really ain't got a bitch in the world, though. Can't really yeah. complain. You, uh, you are more than welcome to. Enjoy the fruits of your labor, your team going to the Eastern Conference Finals. I, of course, if you look on the screen, if you're watching this on YouTube, we have our names up there. My name says Trade Julius Randall, in case you're listening to the audio audio portion of this and not watching it, which you really should be watching on YouTube. It's very entertaining. They have very handsome faces, I must mm -hmm. say. Um, yes, I'm wearing my Jalen Brunson shirt uh, in the style of the Knicks logo. And I'm wearing this because after this episode of this podcast, all my Knicks gear is all going in mothballs into the fucking closet until October. Mm -hmm. I'm not wearing a fucking piece of Knicks merchandise until October. I'm not going to. I'm done. I can't do this. It's too much pain. So we got eliminated. Congrats to the Heat. I, of course, live in Miami. So I had to deal with all these fucking Heat fans. So uh, congrats to you guys. Congratulations. I should have been preparing for game seven last night. Instead, nothing. I had to watch the fucking Celtics. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, we'll do the job. We'll do the job. Doc Rivers got fired today. All these coaches. Yo, that's some fucking fired. crazy shit. Like, how do, how do these coaches who get like 50 wins? I don't know how many wins win Philly had, but they were the best team in the league, weren't they? Weren't Philly like the one, number one, one or number two? They were one of them. It was like Philly, Phoenix, Boston. Um, the Bucks, yeah, and and Denver, Denver. like were like the top teams, or Memphis, yeah. really, right? Memphis was one of those teams yeah. too. And like, yeah, all these people fucking they, they lose, and the next day they fire in their coaches. Like that's some crazy shit. You see that maybe like once in a while, like you'll see a good team fire their coach because shit's just not working out. But bro, yeah. the Bucks and fucking. Uh, Philadelphia, and who was the other one that fired their coach? Was it uh, uh, Memphis? Phoenix? Oh, Phoenix! Phoenix is crazy. That's crazy, I think, right? I think Phoenix yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, Monty Brown. 
I think that's his name. Yeah, right my now. thing is I don't get how you fire him, especially because I get it. The team's been good, but no playoff success. But you just got KD like midway through the season. Like give that dude a shot with a full season of Kevin yeah, Durant. I, I just I don't I don't know, bro. I feel like those and they coaches... lost to the Nuggets, and you can't. Like, yes, okay, you have all the superstars, but at the end of the day, the Nuggets were the number one seed for a reason. Yeah. Like, Doc Rivers, I kind of – I don't want to say I get it, but – I get it. He's like – I do. He's like 0-6 in game sevens or some shit like that. Like, that can't happen. He's, I think it was – it was like it was like 6-10. and 10. I saw something that said he was like 0-– I think he's 0-4 in game sevens or 0-5, some shit like that. I saw it earlier today. I was going to save it. Yeah, but. Probably. That can't happen, yeah, he, bro. Uh, that that can't happen. Like I, I no. kind of see where you know and the, you can't have that, bro. You just can't. Yeah, and I, I'm being honest here because I truly think the Celtics are going to lose Game One because of how good they did in Game Seven. They won't repeat that. But I don't know if you saw the game or the highlights from Game Seven, but pretty much in the second half, the Celtics killed yeah. them. Tatum had 51 points. Yeah, like that's that shit's. I don't know, bro. It, I don't know what Philly does. Uh, you know, th- th- that team, they have a good team on paper. But I, I feel like the- my thing is James Harden. That dude is a bum. He's a fucking bum. I felt yeah, like he's, he's always been a bum and he will himself. always be a bum. I can't with that dude, bro. He just doesn't show up, bro. He does not show up for the playoffs. He doesn't do it. So, yeah, this is not a basketball podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is wrestling is trash. So, without further ado, <laughs> let's get into the wrestles. Let us jump into the wrestles here. So, our first piece of business. Um, I literally just saw this, and I was talking with Nick in the in the on the pregame where he follows this person on Twitter, and I've never heard of this person before today, but I thought that this was an interesting piece of information. So, we're going to talk about it. Known for his accurate WWE news updates. Boozer Wrestling has reported that several names are almost confirmed for the uh, Money in the Bank match in London. These include Damian Priest, LA Knight, Bobby Lashley, and Matt Riddle. Now, just right there, I that's that is the shit. That's that's, that's a, a good, good start right there. Okay, usually Money in the Bank is like six people, I guess, five to six people or whatever. That's a good four to start with, bro. Um. That's going to be yeah. fire if that's the case. Um, these talented wrestlers are expected to bring their A-game to the London event, adding to the excitement and intensity of the match. While these participants seem to be on the verge of being locked in, other names are currently being discussed but have not been officially confirmed for the match. The wrestlers under consideration are Cody Rhodes, Gunther, Finn Balor, Chad Gable, and Edge. WWE fan. All yeah, listen, I, I, I can't. The only one I kind of don't think should be in there, well, there's two, and I'll get into it when this is over. WWE fans around the world are eagerly awaiting the final decision on these potential contenders. And interesting enough, Boozer Wrestling has also shared that the WWE has not made a final call on whether the Money in the Bank match will be a six-way or an eight-way showdown. This mysterious aspect has sparked speculation among fans and insiders alike. In a cryptic tweet, Boozer Wrestling hinted that the United Kingdom is about to etch its name in the history books, raising curiosity and anticipation for the upcoming events. So, um, first things first, if they have an eight-way, that match is going to be fucking bananas. 
buff fucking nads. Yeah. An eight-way money in the bank ladder match doesn't be fucking crazy shit. Um, I'm with that. Yeah. I hope they do that. That's gonna be must see TV. Um, so what I was saying is that I know the the go-to idea is to have Cody Rhodes in there and have Cody win, but I don't like like I said, I think last episode, if it, if if it's Cody and he wins and he turns in the briefcase on Monday night and goes, listen, here it is. I'm cashing in my shot at SummerSlam or WrestleMania yeah. or whatever. Then, OK. But again, and I don't want to keep doing this shit where I repeat myself from the last episode. You cannot have Cody Rhodes running to the ring. To cash in that that's nah. there's no fucking way you can do that that's that's but you know who you can't do it oh, no sorry. you just you can't do it i this is last week's shit so it doesn't matter but you just can't do it but you know who like and we've said it on here before and i think everyone's saying it on there so people can't get mad at here la night with that briefcase would be fucking yeah. awesome that's okay just walking around and hold and holding it up and just going yeah, yeah. that's the thing that money in the bank briefcase, that's built for a heel character. Like that's the yes, dude you want running out gimmick. going, now, 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 now's my time. Like that's what you do that shit with. Ellie Knight would be perfect in that. You can't have fucking Cody Rose, American Nightmare ass coming out and all that pomp and circumstance trying to cash in on somebody. No, bro. You can't do it. You can't have it. Um no, I just but um like I definitely think. Can you can you imagine go. though, if Gunther were to win that shit, and somebody has some has somebody nuts. has some grueling ass match, and then they hit fucking the Imperium music, and he just slowly walks out with a briefcase, just nice and slow. That shit, come on, man. Well, yeah, because I saw a report today from one of the credible sites that internally Gunther is Raw's number one heel. Wow, already. Um, because I don't know if you watched. I don't know if you watched Raw last night, but um, they they went Imperium heavy on this. Yes. They were everywhere. Yeah, he was all over the show. Um, yeah, even with the the IC Battle Royal, they made it like kind of give a fuck, and they set up a bunch of storylines there. But Gunther was all over the show, which deservingly so. But um, did you see that old photo of him? It was like what a transition. Yeah. That dude had like green hair at one point. Yeah, or something. I think I I, I just watched. I don't know if it was a clip. Or if I watched, like, I think I was watching it on Daily Motion, like him and Ilya Dragunov, the first, um, the bubble, yeah. the bubble wrestling match they had, um, yeah, and, and he was huge, bro. Like he was, he looked like a big giant fucking. I don't know. He just looked like a. a like bear. I guess I never realized how big he was until you see how yeah. big he was, kind of thing. Yeah, because you look at him now. Because now he looks. Insane. Yeah, now he's just um, ripped. And then the name floating around that you said in there that I like, honestly, is Edge. Reason being is because there's a storyline for him to be in it, right? Because the classic, I want one more title. He is the, you know, friggin' the ultimate opportunist who's won money and won the first ever money in the bank. I don't see him winning, which I kind of like, right? Because usually when they do big shows like this, part-timers like him come around, which I love it. Yeah. Even as a part-timer, I love him. But they come around, start a feud, and they win. 
which I'm not always a big fan of. So it's like, hey, you get the big name and the big match who doesn't need to get the win, but can have a good storyline going in with it as right. well. So that's why I kind of like having Edge in there. Yeah, did you see the um the the promo thing that he posted a couple of days ago on Twitter? Yes, yeah, where people and then everyone yeah. thought he was going to so, win the title and a lot of people were for him. So that's the thing with that. Like I I when I watched that, I was like, "Damn. How fucking that would be pretty fucking cool for him to win, to be the first winner of that title and then have a little, you know, he don't have to hold that shit for he can hold that shit for a month. It don't matter." And then have AKA the summer yeah, and then have, uh, you know, Seth edge. beat him for the title. But it's like a lot of people were like, it was like 50, 50, like Twitter was split on it because it was like, yeah, that once they heard that promo, like they, they, it felt like the right thing to do. Like it just felt right. Like it felt like, okay, yeah, I like this. Um, but then you're like, but Seth's just been, it's Seth. just, it seems like it's just, it's just Seth's belt to win. Like, it just seems like it's, it's his belt. Like you can't, and he had a good promo. He had a good promo about yeah. it. I'm it's like, all it's 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 all lined up for him, bro. Like, and people might be sick of Seth. I'm not, you know. Uh, I know some people are, but dude, how can you not like root for that guy? He 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 got he got so over as a heel that he just turned into a fucking face. I don't even really know what he is. I guess he's a baby face now. Um, I think he's yeah. I I would assume he's listed. As yeah, and it's like. Because they sing his theme song for like 10 yeah minutes. for real like it's it's just he he's taken he's done it's not like he's getting stuff down our throats with like he wins every belt and he wins all these matches and all that bro he's taken so many L's like mm-hmm. I, I I have no issues with him winning I just when I saw that promo I was just like damn fuck that would be really cool to do but then. Ooh. I don't know. Because what I don't like is when you give Seth a belt, he runs with it. And what I mean by that, so he had the U.S. title, remember last year, but he didn't have a long reign. Um, But if you go back to his first world title run, he had some great matches there until he got hurt. Then my favorite run of his, personally, I love that IC title run he had. In like 2018, if you remember that, he was having great matches. The universal reign he had when he beat Brock wasn't bad, but they were just doing bad storytelling with having like a lot of matches with Baron Corbin, and he was teaming with Becky, and then the whole Fiend bullshit in the ends. Like that, I think if done right, and I think they know Seth, 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 Seth is that workhorse. I think he's going to have some great matches. Like I could see that title being defended, not weekly, obviously, but I could see that like being defended on Raw. Yeah, for sure. Did you see you brought up Baron Corbin? Did you see what he was wearing last night when he came out to that battle royal? Bro, yeah, my man yeah. was wearing shorts and a tank top shirt. Like that motherfucker has given up. It's over. He is and you know done. I'm one of them internet fans that saw the love he was getting in Paris. Yeah. And was like, I wouldn't mind seeing where if they went somewhere with this. But if you saw on SmackDown, Cameron Grimes beat him in like three, three seconds, seconds bro. Three seconds. Which is cool. So, I, but like, I really would like heel Cameron Grimes on SmackDown because he's much better as a heel. And I want, and I want he, true heel Corbin, like the loner, the lone wolf. Like I remember when he when he debuted because the first time I saw Corbin 
was like the end of his NXT run. And then if you remember in WrestleMania 32, he won that Andre the Giant mm-hmm. Memorial Battle Royal. He came in. He had that good few. I'm like, yo, this dude's like going to be a champion, like a world champion. And it's nuts to think because they've been and pretty much they've been behind him, though, the whole time. Like, even when he was that stupid Constable Corbin yeah. and the GM and all that, like, he was on TV a lot. He did Kurt Angle's last match in WWE, but he only, even this, the bullshit last year, he was in that mat feud with Drew McIntyre, as much as we didn't like it, still kind of spotlighted. He had the one with Pat McAfee, but it's like, he's only had one single right. run. You remember he was the U.S. champ in, like, 2017 yeah. for, like, three months or something? It wasn't long. Right. And I honestly, I really like Baron Corbin, like Lone Wolf Baron Corbin at NXT. I thought his, well, his old music was the shit. His old music and his old entrance and shit where they had the wolf thingy and then they had that thing on the ramp. Yeah, um, with the red lights. Yeah, I mean, his entrance was dope. He had a great look with the fucking, like, he had the the fur on his jacket with the spikes. And he mm-hmm. had the hair. And I, I thought he looked cool. And the end of days was a cool finisher because I had never seen that finisher before. So I was like, it's one of my, fa- he has, I love his ring yeah. moves, the deep six end of days. And I think some other people might do it as well. But when like he does the slingshot out of the ring comes in and then hits the clothesline, yeah. like I like his moves. Yeah. That's why I think if you got him back to that or in reinvented him with the right character, he could be a world champion in my opinion. Yeah. It's just going to be hard. Cause they just of what he's been through. that whole bum ass Corbin thing was great. It was very comedic, and he was totally into it and all that. But it's hard. A lot of people are clamoring for him to be the lone wolf again. But it's like you can't. I don't think you're gonna be able to. Like he would have to disappear for like a year or something, and then he'd have to disappear now and come back at the rumble. Yeah, like, like he for real. He'd have to like just vanish for like literally like a full year. And let his hair grow back out if he even can anymore. I don't know if he was kind of going bald yeah, and he know. cut it off. I don't know, but it's just uh, I don't know because I don't. I think honestly, Mad the random. hair is a big part of his gimmick. I really do. I really feel like it is. Mad random. Before I guess we we dive into it more, but um, do you follow him on Instagram? Nah. So that dude's like a really good like. Cook. Yeah, I've seen him. He, he does a lot of that. Like, yeah, with. He does like a lot of grilling, and I'm like, damn, like my man can cook, which makes sense because he eats a lot of steak and lean shit, and he leaned out yeah. a lot himself. Um, and then one thing I wanted to add that I saw that Boozer posted, and I saw it somewhere else that a big name in WWE signed a, uh, a new contract. Now that I'm not assuming that's a Drew thing, mm. but I don't know who have you've heard any other speculations of people. Yeah, I haven't heard. The thing with Drew is weird because I'm hearing like different things about his contract. I know last week you you said he's in through 2024. I don't think he's leaving, bro. I, I like why would he leave? Like, I mean, yeah, you know, AEW's there or whatever. But he if he goes over there, he's not gonna, dude. He's not gonna. He's not gonna main event. Like he's just not. It's he's gonna get in that shuffle. They have too many people, bro. <laughs> They have too many main event caliber people already over there, bro. Like, even, like, Adam Cole. Yeah, he's involved right now with this Jericho shit and whatever, but, like, that's another dude who should be world champion one day. 
Jay White should be champion one day. Ricky Stark should be champion one day. MJF should be champion one day. Even Jungle Boy. Like, I'm not the biggest Jungle Boy fan, but that guy's worked his ass off. And if they wanted to give him, like, a run, I could see it. You know what I mean? Um, They have just so many people in line for that position that it's like if Drew goes over there, like, I mean. And in my my opinion, to credit AEW, they're doing very well because I get why they did it more in the beginning. But they're not relying on WWE yeah. talent anymore to run like with the program. And I'm not even including Adam Cole in that because technically Adam Cole is ever just NXT. It's just NXT is popular with like the IWC right. and obviously they, which is the AEW audience as well. But it's not like they got Adam Cole from Raw or SmackDown who's been on Mania. He's done like a takeover. Well, takeovers, I should say. But you know what I mean? So it's like they're doing good. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't. And you look at certain people, and you can just like he is just a WWE yeah. guy. Like, like he, he looks like he belongs his, there. His style, yeah. his promos, like everything. I love Drew McIntyre. I think he's awesome, and, I, and he he should Same. just stay. And just, I mean, I'd like to see him get another run. That he's one of the guys that I would really like because it was it kind of sucked that he his run happened in the bubble because he didn't get to get those crowd yeah. reactions that he should have gotten. Like that thunder, the whole Thunderdome shit was just weird. A weird time. That shit was almost like a fever yeah. dream, bro. When I look back now at highlights from like Thunderdome shit, like the one I see a lot is when Roman throws Dominic. <laughs> he throws Dominic out of the ring yeah. and shit. Um, when I go back and I see those, I'm like, wow, bro. Like that shit, we fucking lived through like a, almost a year of like that Thunderdome weird fucking shit. It was so weird. Remember when it was just, remember like the first, I think it was like the first two months, it was yeah. just the PC Silence. with yeah. nothing. Then eventually they kind of followed what AEW did, which is smart. They had their own talent as yeah. fans. So WWE brought the NXT talent. Yeah, then after a while they mixed then, in like Thunderdome with live fans in the front row and like Thunderdome in the back. And then it just, they, it changed. From- I actually got to be one of the Thunderdome people before. I applied like six times and they never fucking gave me the follow-up email. I got it. I got it for SmackDown and for Hell in a no Cell. No shit. I got wow. It. Yeah. It was, it was But what cool. was that like? Like, what are you, you just. You're just kind of watching through that. Like, it's nothing mind-blowing. Yeah. But, like, and I didn't see my face. They, in reality, my face could have not even have been there. Like, you know what I mean? They could have just said it. But, uh. Good. No, it was cool because you got an email and you had to like log in yeah. before and stuff. It was pretty like cool. I tried like I think yeah. three times and I was like waiting for the email to pop up so I could like try to get on and I never I never got the follow up. Yeah, but and then uh, if we're all moved on here with Boozer Wrestling, who I guess I have to follow now because this guy's apparently he knows shit. Uh, CM Punk has been in the news lately. Because it seems like Doctor. he wants to. By the way, um, I saw earlier today that any day now his return is going to be announced. Like any day, like within the next. I want to be. It said the next tomorrow. couple of days, so I'm telling you, Wednesday. I smell an emergency podcast. <laughs> Just saying. Well, CM Punk yeah. is wanting to do a feud with Samoa Joe on his return to AEW. Apparently, he doesn't want to work with Jericho. 
I don't know what's up with that. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, this is because uh, that seems to me like the perfect kind of, you know, ease him back into Dude. the company. Um, but really, man, if we're talking about CM Punk coming back, like I, I don't understand the Samoa Joe thing. Samoa Joe's in Ring of Honor. If they're gonna have fucking Ring of Honor talent, they need to stay on Ring of Honor, dude. Like this whole guys going back and forth shit. Like it's you. You have to start. Ring of Honor has to be its own thing. And I, I'm gonna tell you something right now. Mm-hmm. I fucking love the new Ring of Honor. I love it. It's just match after it's match after match after match without the bullshit. I love it, bro. It's awesome. Um, Athena's out there every week kicking somebody's ass. It's not squash matches. It's actual matches. They bring in unknown people. Not unknown people, but they bring in like indie people. And they have them going there. The Renegade Twins are getting a lot of burn on um on ROH. It's a great show if you just love watching wrestling match after wrestling match. Um, so I don't get how he would do something with Joe unless he's going to go to Ring of Honor, which I don't think CM Punk is going to be doing Ring of Honor shit. So I don't understand it. I, I mean, I understand it from the point of he likes and respects Joe, and he will probably get a really good program out of Joe. I mean, not probably. He would get a great program out of Joe. Joe the promos Joe. would be great. The promos would be astronomical. So I can understand why, but like I just bro, Joe is a fucking Ring of Honor talent. Like he hasn't Joe hasn't been on AEW in months. I haven't seen him since the world. Joe's shit. been on too much of a role too. That because whoever like I like to gamble. I would put my life savings on CM Punk's gonna win his return match. No. And I like don't want Joe to be the guy to right. lose. Exactly. You know, and then did you see CM Punk's Instagram story the other day? He was working I out saw, to Joe's music. I saw it, but the audio, like, you know, the Twitter, unless you click on it, it doesn't play the audio. Um, so I yeah. saw it, and I thought it was just a picture, and then it started playing. And I was like, I'm not even going to click on this. Like, I didn't even click on the, the video to hear what he was saying. I saw he started talking, and I was like, I'm not even going to click on it. Yeah, Samoa's Joe music was playing in the background. Really? Like his old, old thing. Yeah, his old, old thing. What, yeah. like the WWE um, one or like older? No, no, like Ring of Honor. Oh, Bono. wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, granted, Punk's one of them that plays into the, the internet crowd he does. Um. So, that could easily be that. But, I don't know. I remember in WWE when him and Jericho and Punk feuded, it was good. So, I this is where, like, I credit AEW. AEW is going to let them stay and do more. So, if it was good then... I imagine it can be good now. Yes, yeah, more. I wonder if they would go the. I wonder if they'd go the route they would. Do you remember back then? I think Jericho was the one who said it, and it got approved, and then like last second, it got squashed during that feud. Uh, Jericho was going to actually tattoo. Oh my god! CM Punk like in the ring. Jesus. And it was approved by Vince and everything, and then at a last second thing, I think Vince was like, ah, "I don't think we can, we should what do this." Because Punk was in, I don't know what it was going to be exactly. Maybe Y two J tattooed on or something no, like that. I'm not letting but, no uh, and fuck you. You're not doing that shit to me. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not saying they're 100 percent going to do yeah. it, but I would not be surprised if that was at least the subject right, of conversation right, right. if they feud. If they feud, because you got to think it. What what would be okay? Let me ask you something. 
because I've been having this ever since I've gone to that live show. I've had some kind of stupid, weird fantasy in my head that like, what if I decided to become a pro wrestler? Like, I'm so mad that I didn't discover this place earlier because I, if this would have been 10 years ago, I swear to God, I would have fucking went to the school. I would have found out how much the school was and at least tried it. I would have at least gone to yeah. try to see what I can do. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm like in my head, like, oh man, how it would have been or whatever. But that's just how my stupid brain works. But my question to you is, what wouldn't you do? Like, as far as, you know, because you like light tubes and fucking blading and all this crazy shit that these motherfuckers end up doing nowadays. What? So we're past the point where I'm trained, right? Yeah, we're you're trained. You're a, you're a wrestler. Okay. You got your move set, your character, and you you're. I wouldn't do any of that death match shit, honestly. I'd be terrified of like, that shit with the light tubes. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, I would, if I know I'm trained and you see it happen often. Granted, it still hurts like a bitch, but I would do like your typical. Like I would, I would do what they do. I guess like I would attempt to take a chair shot even though that probably hurts like a bitch so you know what i mean it's funny because we used to when i when I used, I used to work at the supermarket when i first started working here like most of my friends did and we we all used to watch you know raw and smackdown and shit and wcw so we all loved wrestling and i used to work in the produce department now the produce department we used to have these rolling uh rolling racks that you put these um trays into they're, most of them were plastic, but some of okay. them were like uh, not aluminum, but they kind of were, but not really because they were pretty hard. But they would bend easily. Like it's kind of hard to explain. It wasn't them. like aluminum where you crumble it, but it was like you know bendable. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where we'd put you know fruit and shit that we cut or whatever. Blah blah blah. So we used to do dumb shit back then. Like we used to take banana boxes and and when they were emptied, and we'd stack them up like a wall. And we put them on like on a pallet and we fucking throw, you know, we'd have like a like a hardcore match in the back. So we'd hang like belts from the sprinkler and we throw people through the fucking wall of boxes. And my friend Rick, like he he used to Rick used to love selling like Rick used to love to sell. Like his thing was like he would, <laughs> you would hit him and he'd be like, oh, oh, and he would like be walking through the fucking back room, like all fucked up. And the next person will hit him with something. The next person, will, he would love to sell. So we used to hit each other in the head with those fucking aluminum trays. And I swear yeah. to God, I don't know if I have brain damage now from that. I don't think I do, but that shit didn't hurt at all. Like it didn't hurt at all. And we used to hit each other with them shits and they would fucking bend fold over. Like when you hit somebody with it. Um, and dude, this shit didn't hurt. Like, and we weren't, we weren't even putting, we didn't even know enough to put the hand up. We were like, stick our head out to take, to take the shot. So the again, I'm not saying a chair is the same thing, but if I was wrestling, bro, I'd take chair shots. You know, if we, I know you're safe with me and I'm safe with you. I would do chair shots, um, dives, I guess I would do top rope shit if I'm able to do that kind of shit, obviously. So top um, rope though, one thing I wouldn't, I I I would do it, but I think I'd be timid as fuck. Is like a falling off the ladder kind of thing. Not like through a table, you know how like sometimes they just get knocked off the ladder. Like you yeah. land on your foot the wrong way, like your ACL. So. That's my. That's one thing for me that I worried about, like because like I always worry like 
when they fall off of that ladder shit, how they fall. Because usually they'll take like a back bump or something. But some of these motherfuckers who land on their feet, like, I don't know, bro. That shit's type scary. But nah, I think I'm with you, bro. I'm not doing light tubes. You can go fuck your mother. You're not breaking a light tube over my face. Um, you're not sticking a light tube in my forehead to fucking blade me. You're not. I'm doing not getting that a shit. pizza cutter across. You're my not head. pizza cutting me across the face. You're not doing that shit. No, um, that shit don't work for me, brother. Uh, yeah, I don't think I would do any of that hardcore shit. Like again, I've said before, I watch GCW, but I don't watch it live. <laughs> I watch it after it airs so that I know no one died. Cause yeah. when I'm watching that shit live, dude, I don't know, bro. I, I just imagine I just can't a get shard of glass you know, going like into I've... a carotid artery and you just bleeding uncontrolled. I can't, bro. I can't deal with that shit. I just can't. Yeah, so no, it's I nuts too, cause it's funny because wasn't like Chelsea Green doing shit in GCW right before she came to WWE again? Yeah, yeah man. She's crazy. So she went from yeah. GCW to Impact and then from Impact to, to um, WWE. you know, WWE. So she luckily she was not doing that nutty shit in Impact because in GCW, you it's all anything goes over there. I got to give goes. her her I got to give her her weekly praise. I just I don't know why, man. I'm just a big fan of her. She had, she's right there. There's Chelsea like, right there. Yeah. Like look wise, 100 percent a fan. Obviously, she's very pretty. But like, I don't know if just something about that character and her. I just I like yeah, she's great. She's great, man. Chelsea Green is awesome. Um, hey, congrats to uh, her and Matt. I saw on Twitter their cat went missing. And, yeah. Uh, they found it. And they found it. And you could tell he recorded a video and he was like genuinely emotional about yeah. that. And uh, I know I'd be the same <clears throat> way with my dog. So. Yeah, hell yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? So I'm happy for them on that regard. Yeah, that's cool. Um, he's, he's actually, Matt Cardona right now is beefing with, of all people, Craig Carton, which I don't even know if you know who that is, but Craig Carton used to used to. So Craig Carton. So obviously sports radio. I listen to WFAN. I'm from New York for those who don't know. So I listen to WFAN and ESPN New York. So WFAN has, uh, they used to have a show called Boomer and Carton, which is Boomer Esiason. And this guy, Craig Carton used to be on the show together. They had the morning show. Very popular. It was from six to ten. It was the the morning sports radio show, um, and then he lost his job because he was supposedly running allegedly some type of Ponzi scheme, and he embezzled all this money from the sports memorabilia shit. He went to jail. He got fired. Um, and dude, like after COVID, I just I noticed that he started running his own channel after he got out of jail. And then all of a sudden, he's just back at WFAN. Now he's doing a show with another guy. Uh, it's Carton and Craig. And I think they're on like at, at, at noon or something. I don't know the exact time. I catch it on YouTube every once in a while. But it's like he's just back. So that's who that is. And apparently him and Matt Cardona are beefing on Twitter. Uh, this guy's calling him a – Craig Carton is calling him a, a – a, a, what do you call him? A – a uh, flunky, a WWE flunky. You can't get hired anywhere real. You suck. Blah blah blah. And Matt Cardona's like, oh yeah, well, let me come on your show. You know, I won't. You know, no physicality. Let me just come and debate you. Blah blah blah. So we'll see where. Do that you think shit it's goes. inevitable he eventually returns to WWE? 
I mean, I think he should. I don't yeah. know about the Zack Ryder thing, because... No, it's Matt Cardona. That character kind of sucks, to be honest with you. I mean, it, it, he did what he could with it, but they were never going to seriously push that character into anything real. That's just the way Vince saw him, I guess, or whatever. Um, I'd like to see him come in as Matt Cardona. Yeah. I think he should. Um, and I think Triple H would do that. Because really, what's the there's? I don't really think there's that big a value in Zack Ryder where you gotta bring him back as Zack Ryder, like yeah, like I think on, Cody point, left. Cody <clears> left <throat> as Stardust. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, everyone knows who he is, bro. Like he's 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 done his 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 shit out there. Like every if you know wrestling, you know who he is. So he can come in with his own name. And there are probably wrestling. Him. There are probably younger wrestling fans out there that know Matt Cardona and not Zack Ryder. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing, maybe is the branding. You know, they don't. He wants to own his own name and shit. So maybe he would come back as Zack Ryder and just, you know, he'll be Matt Cardona, but his name will be Zack Ryder. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But speaking of real, because you said real earlier, yeah, Cowboy Bob Orton gives a health update on his son Randy Orton. He quotes saying, "I don't know if he feels like going back. If he feels like going back, or if he feels like he's ready to go back. I think he might." Then again, he's pretty well taken care of. I don't think he needs to. I think the doctors have told him not to. So, reading that and seeing it, because Cowboy Bob's aren't, Bob Warren's obviously older. He's not going to be out there spreading gossip or drama. Like You right. know what I mean? He stays out of the headlines. He's obviously a huge supporter of his son. We've seen that in the past when they were on TV together. It is crazy. We're definitely coming to the end of Randy Orton, which is like... Crazy, because a year or two ago, I really thought he was going to somehow beat Ric Flair's record. Like, he would actually be the one. But I don't think he's done. He's I don't think he'll go out like that. Like, I, Randy just doesn't deserve to go out the way he did. You know, like, RK Bro, all that was cool. But, like, whether it's a one-match thing or a trilogy of matches with someone or, you know, a fucking, I know I keep saying, like, a summer of whoever, but, like, a summer of Randy where he was yeah. there going off. But I guess my question for you is, if this is the end of Randy Orton, whether it is a one match or a two, who do you want to see his last match against? Oh, Edge. For some Edge. reason, I, I think Edge, like, immediately Edge. Like, I think that would be a good swan song, a good swan song uh, would, for him in his career. Would, would you be opposed if it was John Cena? No. No, that'll work too. That'd be cool. Um I don't want I kinda don't want Randy to do the whole put over the new guy thing. Yeah, it'd be nice to see these guys like actually win their last match. Well that, that or I, like I still loose, have that bad that taste. Or loose, or loose to an edge or someone. You know, yeah. kinda like what Kurt Angle said, like with Baron Corbin bringing him back into it. Like he didn't mind doing it, but like He's like, I wish John Cena would have been my last match. Yeah, or, and that made you sense. Know, or, you know, like, let it, or even for Ray, Randy Orton, it could always be Rey Mysterio. They're very, very good friends. Like, let him go out to someone like that. Even if it's a loss, just let him, like, he shouldn't be putting over, I don't know, who, like, a Bronson. Matt Riddle. Like, yeah, or someone like, or even Riddle, which I could see Randy doing that because of how close, apparently, him and Riddle got, but... Maybe they have a match. I'm not opposed to that, but I don't. I guess Riddle might be the only newer person I'd be kind of okay with. But I want it to be like 
a quote-unquote legend or a hall, well technically hall of right. famer seen as the only legend Edge get rick flair in there bro rick flair yeah there you go perfect name I think as far as Riddle, let me just touch on Riddle real quick. I think the biggest rub Randy Orton could give Riddle is to never RKO that man. Like, let that be the only guy that Randy didn't like. Because, you know, Randy's done it to all his friends. He's RKO'd every single one of the people who he's ever been cool with. At one point or another, he's betrayed them and he's hit them with the RKO. And you've seen before, like, when they were together, that Randy would be looking at him like, like he yeah. wanted to do it. And he even grabbed him a couple times, and he let him go. And Riddle was like, oh, bro, you you didn't do it. Like, I think that's be the biggest way to put Riddle over is to maybe do that, like, one more time. Like, maybe Randy's giving his retirement speech. I can't believe I'm even thinking Randy Orton doing a retirement speech, bro. What a crazy fucking... It's so yeah. crazy. I've been watching for so long that you've seen a guy's entire career. Um, yeah. Just just maybe he's doing a speech, and then at the end, you know, a couple people come out and hug him, and Riddle comes out, gives him a hug, and he goes to give it to him, but he doesn't, and then they hug. That would be like, for me, that would be the biggest putover for um, Matt Riddle. But it's funny. I I didn't I like Randy Orton, um, but I never realized how popular he was. Like, I have this kid at my job. This kid at my job is like 22. And he fucking loves Randy Orton. He don't even watch wrestling like that. Like, he doesn't really talk about wrestling too much. The only reason I know he likes Randy Orton is because one day he was singing. The He was like, I hear voices. And I turned around like, what the fuck? Why are you singing that song? And he was like, oh, that Randy Orton, boy. That Randy Orton ain't no joke, man. I love me some Randy Orton, bro. Randy yeah. Orton is a shit. And he'll be fucking in the aisle doing shit like this. And I'm like, damn, Randy Orton is like, that's one of those well, dudes that transcends, like, you know what I mean? Just wrestling. Like, he's super popular. The things that got Randy Orton popular, besides, like, the younger people growing up, to include myself, like, growing up watching him is, remember in 2015, the RKO Out of Nowhere videos were everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he got popular. And then I've seen so many TikToks and, like, Instagram reels of, like, a guy talking to a girl, and then it's the Randy Orton, Stacey Keebler, RKO. Yeah. Like, because then it makes, brings me back. I saw a tweet uh, this chick posted on uh, Twitter the other day. She said, she said, you men are bitches. Randy would have RKO'd Rio a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That shit's true. That's one of like, my favorite about things. Remember the, pop, remember the pop he got at the Rumble when he RKO'd Nia Jax? That shit was great. And the thing about that, too, was that he I've seen him before talk about like the little things like that's his thing, like doing the little things in the ring to to get the shit over. And the way he hits her with that fucking arc, the way he sits up and he just looks to the side, like the look on his face when he did that shit. He wasn't like laughing. He wasn't like talking shit to Nia Jax. He just had a look on his face like. Like, he's like, yep, I just did that shit. I just fucking RKO'd this bitch. Like, it was, that shit was perfect. Um, Yeah, those videos, I remember when they were doing those videos where it was, like, the, the Photoshop where, like, people, like, they show, like, a penguin walking and it falls and somebody and Photoshop, like, the Randy, like, the the stop motion three, like, yeah. it's, like, he's standing, he's doing it, and then he's in the pose, like. I remember that, like, and it was like 2015, 2016, where like yeah, everybody those were was great. doing those videos. 
those were great in my opinion yeah everybody was doing those videos there were some like with and then they started putting like the um the jerry lawler and uh yeah Jim watch Ross. Out, watch out, watch out. Yeah, they put the. I'm gonna go after this show. I'm gonna go fucking look some of them shits up, man, because those shits were hilarious. But um, yeah, man, I, I hope the best for Randy Orton, bro. I really do. I'd I'd like to, you know, I was listening to another podcast and they were saying like because it was Cowboy Bob Orton saying this that maybe it's like kayfabe, you know, maybe he's getting ready to come back, um, because he's been training yes. and shit, you know. Yeah. But I hope that's the case because I'd hate to see him like. You know, and I saw I I was reading something where he was saying that he wishes he Randy Orton wishes that he had a he came up with a different finishing maneuver where he wasn't taking, you know, bumps on the back and on the neck for like 20 years. Like he kind of regrets getting the RKO over because after hitting so many thousands of those, he's like kind of fucked up his neck. So, yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't know. And that's the thing. When One thing I'll give credit to Randy, like, in this is he, I don't know if it's because he's one of the older ones. He's not big on social media, but, like, you don't see him when he's gone, whether it's for a movie or he's just taking part-time off or this, like, injury. He's, like, he keeps to himself. He spends a lot of time with his wife and kid. I I respect the shit. Yeah, yeah, he, he, when he, uh, when you do see him on social media, it's like praising his family. I, I saw a video where his daughter, he, or his daughter RKO'd him on the bed and shit. Like he, I picked up his daughter and she gave him the fucking RKO like on the bed, which is like, whenever I see anything about him on social media, it's like him with his wife or his kid. So it's crazy. Cause I've watched, uh, like few older, like not older, but some of the documentaries like WWE put out on like how he's very verbal about like how he was like just a piece of shit. Yeah. Like he, he said they did the, uh, do you remember it's like WWE rivalries and they interviewed old rivalries and they did Taker and Orton. Um, and it was in 05 and like Randy was like, he got too hammered and didn't show up to walk the walkthrough of the match with Taker. And he's like, yeah. looking back, like I know showed, a match walkthrough with my father, Undertaker, and like someone else. Yeah. He's like, I should not still be here. Yeah, he, you know, he's done his shit. You know, <laughs> the guy was a young guy, a young, good looking guy, and a star athlete. And I know that one story money. is that, yeah, you're getting all this money, you're getting all this fame and this, this fam, you know, worship. I know that one story that I remember hearing about him where, uh, one of the referees was being introduced to a bunch of the wrestlers as like a new referee. And Randy decided to like introduce himself to this guy, but he had like his tights on and he took his dick out and he just had his dick out. And he goes up to the guy. He's like, Hey man, what's up, bro? Randy. And he goes to shake his hand and the dude's looking at him like, I'm not fucking the fuck is this? Like, I'm not shaking your hand. And Randy's like, Oh, what are you trying to fucking, you trying to, what did he say? You trying to highball me or you trying to whatever, and it's like, bro, it's, it's, put your fucking dick in your pants. You know and what then I mean? The shit with Kofi Kingston. Yeah, what happened with? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when he called he him stupid him in the ring, when Kofi—not saying Kofi was on his way to winning the world title or anything—he could have. Yeah. You never know. But when he was kind of on that big popular rise, and then all yeah. of a sudden that happened. I've seen plenty of shit with Randy, like when he was younger, do shit like that. Like I saw, I, I one thing with me that sticks is when he had this match with Ken Anderson. And um, Ken Anderson gave him a backdrop 
the backdrop looked fine. It looked totally fine to me. I'm obviously not the one taking the backdrop, so I don't know how it felt. But I was I was watching Ken Anderson tell the story, and he was saying how because uh, what happened is that he gave him this backdrop. Randy didn't like it, and then he tried to show him up on camera. And then when they went in the back, he just fucking bitched and bitched and bitched to Vince about the move and whatever. And that was basically almost like towards the end of uh, yeah, Ken's push. Kennedy. So. Mm-hmm. You when you watched because you can go see the you can see the the footage of it of the match when he hits the backdrop, Randy like takes it and then he gets up and he he goes like this. And after hearing the story and I was watching, I watched that back. I'm like, oh, what a dick! Like he literally like did that so that he can go back and be like, right there, you see when he fucking. And I was just like, man, what a little asshole! But yeah. obviously, this was. Like fucking years 12, ago, like 15 like years 07. ago, maybe. Yeah, so it's like, dude, everybody does dumb shit when they're young, man. And and at some point you have to, but you know. As he, as he got older. Grows. So my favorite Randy Orton, like, era of them all. I was a big fan of the Legend Killer, like, in 04, like, when he started that. But I would say where I really got honed in on Randy, like, his, I've always loved his artwork, like, character-wise and everything like that. I would say since like like 2015, 16 on though, I think he's just been on a roll. Yeah. Like, like I love that few. Remember with Jeff Hardy and Helena Cell when he twisted his ear lobes? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I don't know when Randy's fucking locked in, man. I don't think there's many better, to be honest. Yeah, he's awesome. He's fucking. Remember awesome. when he fucking hemmed up Angel Garza in the performance center? Yeah. That? He grabbed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, I man. Think- when Randy. When he's locked in, he's locked in. I think Randy, uh, when he got hit, when he shaved his head Kiwi style, I think that was a, a big move because that he used to have that little. He kind of has a big head, so yeah. when he always had like that crew cut, I always thought he kind of looked like a kind of like a boy. Now once he like kind of did the Kiwi thing, where you know he kind of just shaved but left like that, just that hair. Stumble. I think it just that just that subtle little thing he just kind of morphed him and shit his character well remember yeah he had that feud in 09 i think it was with triple h when he kissed stephanie in the ring and that's yeah. when he brought out the punt i think he that's started punting punt people and shit then he punt yeah. uh john cena's pops that was fucking yeah. great that was great that was I think fucking he awesome man yeah oh everybody did shit to vince shit everybody got a piece of that kicking his ass yeah but yeah, but shout out guess, to Randy Orton, man. I hope yeah, we see him again on TV. Well yeah, man. I um, hope we get to see some more of him on the, in the ring, man, because that'd be a shame for him to. Yeah. And it's weird because, like, he just gone. Like, I didn't notice, like, when he got hurt or something. I don't know if it was, like, nagging injuries. And then all of a sudden, he just was like, yo, I got to, I got to, I can't, I got to take time off. Because, like, he didn't, like, well, get hurt, quote unquote. Yeah, like, well, oh, sorry, go. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I, we've been watching Raw, like, during the whole RK Bro run, and then all of a sudden it was just like, remember, he was just gone for a few weeks, and we were like, what the fuck? Where's Randy Orton? Like, what's so going on with this? you remember last summer, and SummerSlam, it was supposed to be Randy and Roman. Remember, they were going that way, because then Riddle lost that match, and then Roman, Randy had to get the surgery, so... Yeah. In typical WWE fashion, break out the glass, here comes Brock. And then, uh, yeah, so 
Because that's one match we, you and I have both said we wanted during this Roman thing. We haven't gotten Roman and Randy. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe that's the way Randy go. Would you mind if maybe that's the fucked up way Randy went out as like a victim of Roman? I just don't want to see Randy losing his farewell match. Like he's one of the few that shouldn't. Yeah, like nah, bro. Like he should. You know, nah. I, Who I don't has him won their farewell? Like actual like. Before they come out of retirement, or I'm trying to think of like who. Well, Edge did before he came back. He won that. He retained the title against Del Rio. Yeah, and then then he. And it's 24. He said, "Not many people can say they left WrestleMania the World Heavyweight Champion and got to retire." Yeah. When Trish Stratus retired, she did too. She won the title from Lita, and then she she retired as champion. I can't think of Trish Stratus, bro. Shout out to Trish Stratus. Her and Becky, man. She's out here killing shit. She is out here killing shit. She looks like a million dollars. I'm happy they're doing the match now. Because remember the reports where they wanted it to go at SummerSlam? Yeah, I I mean, but I don't think it's going to end like at Night of Champions. I'm pretty sure Becky's going to lose the first match. Because they're not done. That's yeah. gonna go for a little longer. Like, they, there's no way they do one match and blow it off. Ain't no way, bro. Ain't yeah. no way, my boy. So the easiest way they could do it, in my opinion, is Trish wins, she goes away, Becky goes in uh, Money in the Bank, Trish comes out, costs her the match, and then yeah. the next pay per view is SummerSlam. End it. Yeah, there you go. And Sounds that's fine. With perfect. Me. Sounds yeah. good to me. But our last bit of uh. WWE news before we move on with our last little bit of AEW stuff in general is, per wrestling news, uh, WWE stars are expected to get new songs with new artists within the next three months. New show graphics are also on the horizon. And Downstreet, is that how you say it? The people who sing Cody's song? And the Mrs. They hinted that it could be them. So I'm cool with new music, whatever. Except I saw one report where one person said one person expected to get a new one that I did not fuck with. And this person's not that credible, to be fair. I forgot who it was. That's how um, it was Kevin Owens. Okay, that was, that's what I saw. With, don't fuck with Kevin Owens' theme. They said that they were going to put lyrics. They were going to do a remix version yes. of his song and put lyrics let's, in. He don't need no fucking lyrics in that no, song, bro. because I truly believe sometimes the song can make the star. My perfect example of that is Johnny Gargano when you took away Rebel Heart. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just some some need to keep their shit. Man, I really I know that the CFOs broke up or whatever, but can't they hire one of those motherfuckers to just yeah. like do a get another partner or something and, and create? Cause goddamn, bro, those guys came up with so many good songs. Like almost all of those NXT songs were all bangers. Like, mm-hmm. I can't really think of one that I don't like. Samoa um, Joe's was like the go-to. So, Samoa Joe's is like one of the greatest fucking themes ever of all time. I, um, I wish he could have taken that with him. Yeah, bro. The glorious Bobby Roode, Tommaso Shinsuke. Champa theme, Rebel Heart, bro. Shinsuke's um, theme, I believe, right? The Revival theme. I wasn't the biggest fan of the Revival theme at first, and that shit grew on me. Mm-hmm. Um, it it super grew on me. Um, especially like the way it starts. Hey, yeah. That Speaking of hard, art, revival, bro. 
in old NXT tag teams. And I don't remember if they had a theme. But everyone keeps saying there's going to be a whole uh, DIY uh, whatever reunion. Yeah. After Night of Champions. Are you with it? I think I think last week on Raw, when they showed all of them back there, because um, th- it's basically the way was all back yeah. there. It was, uh, Besides theory. Dexter, Indy, uh, Candice, and um, Johnny were back there, and they were, and they said, "We're, we're." I think he said something like, "We're almost all here," or it was something to the vein of like, "One is missing." Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't remember exactly what he said, but Johnny said something about like either one's missing or one's almost here or something like that. And I guess they they might have been referencing Tommaso, but they should have been referencing. Theory because technically he was the one in that group, but you know, whatever. He's on SmackDown, so I'm cool with that reunion though. Yeah. They need to have them in the tag team run. Like that would be it, they low low key, bro. WWE's rebuilding their tag team. They're building their tag team division back up real low key quiet too. Like they're building it think, back up. I think they just gotta figure out what to do with these titles. Yeah. Once they I think that's in the stage that they're doing right now, actually. They're figuring that shit out. They're building up the tag team division. They're getting more teams in. And then once they figure out who's going to be next, they'll just go. Because who do, who do they have right now? We'll include we'll include uh, Gargano and Ciampa because that seems inevitable. Yeah, we have the – so we have Braun. We have Ricochet and Braun. We had a Street Profits. We got uh, Alpha Academy. We got KO and Sammy. We got Indusher. Indusher is in yeah. here now. Um, Usos. Who's the other, uh, there was the Usos. Um Maximum male models. Yeah. Even though they're going to be jobber ones, but they're still. I mean, listen, that right there is a lot of teams. So I'm missing. And you're still missing the Viking Raiders, the OC. Yeah, you got the Viking Raiders, the OC are back. Uh, uh, RK Bro, whether or not they come back together, I don't know. Um, Possible DIY reunion incoming. Like, they have, they've got a lot of people. They got a lot of teams. They could do shit with it. You know what I mean? It's, that's that in itself is already a, a division. So um, they just got to figure out what to do with these titles. And once they get them off of these two, we'll see. But we still, with see. the amount of teams they have, do you think they should just do one set or two sets? Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of just having one set of championships across the entire company. Mm-hmm. One tag team champion, one woman's tag. One heavyweight champion who is the champion of the fucking company, and they go from show to show. Those are the only people who should be going show to show. Yeah. That's how I would like it, you know. Having a champion for here and a champion for over there, like, you can have separate shows. Like, I don't mind having, you know, you've got your SmackDown roster and your Raw roster, but your champions are... These are the champions of the company, and they represent the company, and they go to Raw, they go to SmackDown, they go wherever. And they defend mm-hmm. or don't defend on you know whatever platform they choose. That's what did I you see. Did you see that graphic of the women someone made, and it had Bianca Belair as the WWE Women's Champion, and the belt was designed after like the WWE title, kind of like what we referenced on here. Then they made a Women's World Heavyweight Champion or whatever for Rhea. And then the other one, which was interesting, the, the name they went with wouldn't be what it's called, but it was the Inter- Women's Intercontinental Champion, and it was Dakota Kai. No shit. Yeah. Wow. I don't... 
I definitely think they're going to go the WWE women's route and the world women's title route. I definitely think that's going to be the name. And I bet you as much as we're bitching about it, I, I don't know how they do this because you know they don't want to do the swap. As much yeah. as they, it's easy to go to, they got terrible feedback. Like, you know when you're doing, like, in wrestling, I feel like, you know when something's not hitting with, like, everyone or just certain people. They know. They have to know, I should say. Not saying they do. They should know damn well no one was a fan of that swap thing. Because I felt if that's the case, they would have done it by now. They didn't. They weren't even down with that swap. Charlotte threw that shit on the floor. Like she threw yeah, that belt so right on the like, fucking ground. I don't. It's like, it's like this is the stupidest shit ever. How are we swapping belts? I don't know what they're gonna do still. Because I can't think of a way to do it. Because the easiest like, solution is the easiest solution is what Rob said. Drop the fucking SmackDown and the Raw from the the names. That's the woman's world title. That's the woman's yeah. heavyweight title or whatever you want to call it. Maybe you don't want to call it heavyweight. Woman's world title. And you think they're WWE. making new women's belts and that's why they haven't done it yet? The what? Or maybe they're redoing yeah. belts, you said? Yeah. Do you think that could be the case? That could be. I mean, maybe they're doing a new versions, which they honestly should. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna change the name, if you're going to drop the Raw and, and SmackDown, you, there's no reason to have one red and one blue. So you kind of need to redesign them. So would you like it? Like, a, how how would you take it if Triple H and Bianca Belair are in the ring and Triple H gives Bianca Belair the WWE Women's title and Rhea, say it's the three of them all there, and like gives them their respective titles, fan or no fan, like something like that. I, I, it would be for me. It would be better to um, do theirs on their respective shows. I know you're trying to get away from that, but it would establish that this person is a champion here, and then this person is a champion over there. Because right now, like they just had a draft, and Rhea Ripley's on fucking Raw, and Bianca's still showing up on SmackDown, and it's like I don't fucking well, no. understand. Well, I don't Bianca understand. Drafted this, yeah, because Bianca's drafted to SmackDown and Rhea's drafted to Raw. But she has the Raw belt. Yeah, the titles are what's fucked. Yeah. So this is what I like. I, this is fucking stupid. Like I, I just dropped the fucking names already. Yeah. Or, or I mean, just do it. Hopefully they're working on new titles and maybe that's what's the holdup is the final you know approval of the design or whatever or they're maybe they're waiting for a specific show. But yeah, it's very fucking confusing. Imagine if one day Triple H just actually tweeted, hey, man, chill out with these fucking titles. Something's coming. <laughs> See, sure. um, he's, you know, he's very good at doing the reveal thing because that when he revealed that Cruiserweight Classic belt, man, that, that clip, I've watched that clip like a thousand times. That's a, that was like, a nice belt, even with it being like yeah. purple. And I like it a lot. Belt. It was per- the purple was weird, but the belt itself was dope. And Did the you reveal like when he made it black? Dope. Um, I think they made it black when they merged it with the. Uh, didn't they merge Funny. that belt with the the wait? It was something. Yeah, no, they did. It was something. They with merged NXT. it with another belt, didn't? Or was it the the NXT uh, the NXT belt? The um, what's the oh they had a NXT UK they had a UK cruiserweight belt. Oh uh, okay, yeah, I think they yeah they unified the belts. Yeah, I think yeah, because wasn't wasn't the match. Tyler Bate versus JD? Might have been, yeah. I think so. Because that was that World's Collide, I think. Or was and it... now that belt's fucking gone. No, like, they don't even have Angel that shit. Garza. 
I don't remember, I like bro. That. I would have to look it up because I don't yeah. even I, I don't even know that belt just they did that and then like you never see the belt again, which I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I wasn't it um no, it. it was Santos Escobar. Santos Escobar had one of the belts. Because he won. I think he's the one that unified them, didn't he? Wasn't it Santos Escobar? I thought he won the tournament they did in the future for it. I could have sworn he had one of those belts. He had a cruiserweight belt at some point. And he was... Hmm. Let me look I'm trying to look it up. Because here's a is Wikipedia this... history of it. As reliable sure as that is. So the final champion was Carmelo Hayes. Okay. Um, Jordan Devlin had the longest reign. Speaking of Jordan Devlin, what did I say? I wanted him drafted to Raw. He got drafted to Raw. What happened last night? He had a promo backstage, and he walked away, and who was looking off at him from the fucking distance? Finn fucking Balor. Yeah, they, it's they happening. Got this one. They did it. Um, but I guess moving in now to our AEW, so I'm going to read the two big things and then ask the discussion topic. Yep. I feel that's cool. kind of... So I'm going to go on a little bit of a reading rant here, everyone, but rumors had suggested AEW's TV deal will be worth $1 billion uh, one one billion dollars, kind of hard to say. <laughs> Estimates don't appear to have been high enough, according to Wade Keller, PW Torch. AEW's new deal with Warner Brothers Discovery is expected to be worth approximately two hundred and forty million per year over five years, bringing the total sum to one point two billion. On average, the deal will bring in four point six million per week for all elite wrestling. Damn. And then along with Collision, Keller noted the expectation is a content agreement between AEW and the Mac streaming, serv- uh, and Mac streaming service will be announced. Speculation has been suggested that AEW All In could air on Macs in the United States to avoid the promotion running two pay-per-views in seven days, which Lou and I have spoke about like, yo, we're not going to spend that two weeks in a row. So discussion topic we're going to hop into, and we would love your guys' opinion is, with there being rumors of new AEW programming, streaming, and all this, what are your thoughts on more AEW? So, Lou, I'm going to let you go first, yeah. Well, so I've, I've been thinking about this all week long, and, like, I was trying to think, like, pros and cons. Like, what are, what are the pros and cons of this situation? Let's say, let's say all these rumors are true. Let's say... Warner Bros. Discovery have decided to give Tony Khan $1.2 billion. That's nuts. You know, they're giving them a new TV show, and they're putting the AEW content on a page on the Max app. So you're going to be able to go to the Max app now, hit the AEW page, and you're just going to have content there. You'll be able to watch all in there um, with your subscription. Possible pay-per-views are going to be on that app, you know, I love that, again, because I want to be able to go back into AW does not have a long library, but I want to be able to go back and rewatch Kenny Omega and Daniel Bryan's first match. And I want to go back and watch, you know, Hangman and CM Punk's promo from that random Dynamite a year and a half. I want to watch, watch the first Double or Nothing. 
I would like to watch the first episode of AEW Dynamite because it's like yeah. the way that shit started is so different from what it is right now. Like you had like Kip Sabian and Joey Janela and Marco Stunt and all these people on the show. And it was like all these fresh the, faces. And now it's just like you're seeing the same kind of people over yeah, and over The first again. match was Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara when Sammy used to come out with like the panda thing or whatever on it. Yeah. Head. And it's like, I want to be able to go back and access all that stuff and watch it. Um, I'd like champion. to be able to fucking rewatch Forbidden Door 1. That's like one of the greatest pay-per-views ever. I like want to watch that shit. So that's a pro. That's a super pro. Um, when is Forbidden Door two again? Sorry, the end of June. It's yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. I think it's the next. Okay. It's the pay per view after um, Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. Which, by the Double way, Double or Nothing's next week. By the way, I requested off Monday, and I'm gonna go. To, I'm, I'm gonna attempt to go to the theater. I'm gonna buy the tickets on Thursday, and I'm gonna go to the theater. I thought it was Double on Saturday this year. It's on Sunday. <laughs> nah, it's fucking Sundays, bro. That's why I haven't been going to the theater because with my new job, I work at 5 a.m. on Monday. I get out of this fucking pay-per-view at midnight. <laughs> so we're going to have then, a weekend of the wrestles episode coming up. Yeah. Night Hell of yeah. And then, and, then double, <laughs> and then double or nothing. Yeah. So my thing is, so I was listening to a snippet of an interview with Eric Bischoff. I know. He hates Eric Bischoff is a hater. I understand that. But I think he, he did hates it probably some, more than Triple H hates it. I, mean, yeah. I don't even think Triple H hates it. He just it. has some asinine shit. Like, he's saying that AEW's success right now is because WWE is so big. Like, shut, bro, shut the fuck up, bro. What are you talking about? I think he's but, mad because he couldn't get impact to that level. Well, here's the thing. He says some dumb shit, but he said something that I kind of, I've been thinking about for a couple of days. And what he was saying was that he regrets doing the Thursday WCW Thunder show, which was the that was the secondary show, you know, WCW yep. started doing or whatever. Because he said because it it spread out the roster, more guys started getting hurt, and you know, your story your storylines were getting spread thin because blah 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 blah. And it just ended up he felt like it ended up being the downfall of WCW. Well, that was the start of it. Um and I worry about this collision show. I worry about it because it's on Saturday. It's a Saturday show that you're 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 trying to make. You you keep saying, and again, these are all rumors because we don't even know if this is a fucking real thing or not. We won't know until Wednesday. Yeah. But let's say they're gonna announce a new show called Collision that's gonna air Saturdays because that's what we've been hearing. Um, I worry I hope about so. that. They because, did a draft on it. Yeah. I mean, I just, I worry <laughs> about that show in that time slot on that day because that's going to get atrocious ratings. Nobody's tuning in. Oh, Saturday, I got to be home at 8 o'clock to watch Collision. Nobody's doing it. Like, you, Saturday is, you you go out and you do shit. You know what I mean? So that's the, that's the biggest con for me. It's like, fuck, man, that Saturday, 8 o'clock, you you keep saying you want it to be as big as dynamite. It's it's not gonna be. It's just not. Nah, like, and it's look at Rampage, man. Rampage this past week 
I think has been going on Saturdays. I don't know what time because of the playoffs. That's another that. thing, man. These fucking Dude, people Rampage were, did were, like no. two hundred thousand, two hundred and seventy thousand with under a hundred thousand in the key demo. And it's like you know, in the beginning, the ratings are going to be great because it's a new show. Everyone's going to watch it. You know, people like us are like, all right, I'll stay home this Saturday night and watch it because it's new. Yeah. What do you give it? A month, maybe two? Because what didn't Rampage wasn't the first Rampage show over a million? Yeah, there was a CM Punk, Punk return. Yeah, the like return it. of CM Punk, bro. Of course, so I wouldn't be surprised if the first one did over a million. To be honest, yeah, but I after mean, that, it's like, I, I don't know, it? man. I, unless, unless they say, where is that shit at? Is it in Chicago? Yeah, probably. It's probably gonna be in Chicago. Yeah, they might. It might do a million. People might stop what they're doing and tune in for that just because of the, you know. The possibility of CM Punk being there, especially the Chicago people, but bro, I, I just I worry about that shit, man. Um, because it might start off hot, and even Rampage, like bro, these people, they really are, need to stop with this. Like, you watch, you you'll be watching Dynamite, and in the like an hour into Dynamite, fucking Excalibur's like, oh, tune in a special time for Rampage this week, Saturday at three p.m., and it's like, bro. Can, can you guys, like, can you announce this earlier? Like, how the fuck are you announcing this shit, like, two days before the show? Like, no, you you have to keep that fucking shit. If you want people consistently watching it, you got to keep it at the same time slot, bro. Like, I know there's yeah. preempts and all that, especially with NBA, but dude. Yeah, and it's what's going to kill them, they're going to start feeling the football effect with Saturday, because... During football season, especially the end of the NFL season, they sometimes have Saturday games. But yeah. college football is fucking huge. College, forget about, forget about March. On. Oh, be at that March. Forget about March. That March Madness yes. hits. So you get from September because we all know WWE plays effect to it, and that's Monday night football. So imagine Saturday when there's games on all day and night. So it's not like it's just that one game everyone's tuning into. It's all these people's and their teams. So you got to think from September till the beginning of January is college football. And then March Madness, obviously. I think everyone suffers from that. You know what I mean? So it's like. And then, yeah, and then what channel is it going to be on? I don't know. TNT, right? I'm I think assuming. it's TNT. Because he, because even Tony Khan, it, with his weird way of announcing shit, he was like, "I remember you text me and you asked me like, did he say TNT? Because it's like tune into TNT to Wednesday. find out about the on Wednesday to find out about the announcement." And we're like, "Wait, what? You're gonna what the fuck is going on now? I gotta tune. What? What's going on? You just gotta hope it's not TBS. The reason I say that is because TBS is home of playoff baseball." They have, they have Dynamite, more. They have more Dynamite viewers. There, well, not that they have more viewers. That's the wrong phrasing. They're in more markets than TNT is. Um, yeah. Even though I feel like if you have TBS, you have TNT. Like those are two like basic. I think they're the same. Like, you know what I mean? Like there, it's. Yeah. I don't know why TBS. Like it was a big deal when they went to TBS because apparently TBS is in more places than TNT is. So, um, but like, dude. Honestly, and I hate that I'm going to say this, but 
I really feel like they would be better off just making Dynamite three hours, bro, and not having this show. <laughs> like, make Dynamite three hours and not have that second show because it's enough having Rampage on another day and you can have matches on there and keep it like the way it is. Maybe up the star power a little bit, but bro, you have more than enough people to want to, to fill up three hours of time slot and storyline with the roster you have, bro. You have more than enough to fill up three hours. Now, whether people want to sit there and watch the three hours of dynamite, I don't know if they want to do that. I know a lot of content creators would probably be really fucking upset if they did that, but I think that would be the better solution instead of making another show. Yeah, I could see that. It's just I I'm not I'm not one of them that buys into the whole the reason they're doing a new show is because of this stupid punk elite thing. I don't buy yeah. that whatsoever. But um ah uh, it's just look I want it to do well because I want wrestling to do well. But we see when something bigs on Friday nights how SmackDown and Rampage get affected. Yeah. Yep. And you know what I mean? And a lot of people go out on Saturdays. Six yeah, o'clock, that's weekend. prime that's prime family dinner time. Yeah, you go have dinner, you go take your girl somewhere nice and shit, you come back and get ready to go somewhere else. That's how but you even like do. for even even like kids who watch AEW, like, yo, hey, it's family dinner. You're not watching TV right now. Yeah. You know I mean, sit at the sit at the fuck table and eat your veggies. Right, for real. Um, but I'm I'm hundred percent no pun intended, but all in on the whole streaming deal. Let's get it on HBO. Oh, yeah. Way easier. Like we were complimenting the WWE network. We were complimenting Peacock. Like let's just let's go that route. It's just the only thing. Tell me if you think this is a potential negative, because this just came to my head. So AEW is doing a lot quick, and I think it's just because of the wrestling foundation and where it's going. Between stadium shows, you know, bigger shows, pay-per-views, all this. But if you do a streaming deal, which they're going to do, and a second show show, what else can they add to the product? Do you get what I'm saying? Is that like a negative? Like, dude, Raw was on for what? Like seven, eight years before SmackDown became a thing. Yeah. So it's kind of like, what, what else can AEW do at that point? Because they have, they have Ring of Honor, right? Which we love. Ring of Honor's good. But they're getting rid of Dark and Dark Elevation, it seems like. No, it's good. Those are gone. They're gone. Yeah. Do you think Rampage goes away? I think they said something about Rampage. I think they're recording Rampage. Um, Like when you go to a live show, it's just going to be... Um, fuck, man. I, I should have saved that because it was pertinent to our conversation. But they were twerking something, twerking. They were tweaking something about Tony Khan twerking. I imagine that one. Yeah. Uh, they were tweaking something about Rampage as far as when they record it. And I think it had to do with, like, if you go to Dynamite, it's now just going to be Dynamite Rampage. That's it. No, you know, Ring of Honor, no other than any of that other shit. Um, so. It's 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 tough to say, man. I, I don't know what else they could possibly. And then the thing too with Collision too, like it's now you're gonna have people trying to like how how are those live shows gonna work? 
you're gonna have people on Saturday night going to an AEW show that like I, I don't know, man. That's not a uh, pay per view. Yeah, it's not. I don't know, bro. That, that shit's a little. I, I'm I'm a little concerned about that shit because I you know if I had to go to an AEW show it's like during the week it's cool maybe it's better that it's on the weekend I don't know because that way people don't have to work the next day you know they could just go to a Saturday AEW show and it's better maybe that'll help attendance I, I don't know but for me um, I'm not used to going to a weekend televised wrestling show I've never done it it's never happened before so. You know what I mean? I've always gone to Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown or, you know, whatever it is, Wednesday Night Dynamite. So, yeah, like the only only Saturday, I think I've only done one Saturday show and it was SummerSlam. But it's just, you know what it is with weekly, the difference is, is like we're saying when it's weekly TV, right, is unless I have zero plans of going out, I'm going to watch. But, like, if I want to do the tiniest, like, I'm not going to go to dinner at 4.30 so I can be home for collision at 6. Yeah, that's, and, like, and that exactly, like, like, I'm not running, gonna... I'm not running home to be like, yo, collision's coming on at 8 o'clock, like, that's not going to happen. Yeah, like, but the thing is, even if it's, like, a massive episode, right, like, I can't. If I told my girl, hey, yeah, we're not going out Saturday night to do anything because CM Punk's having a match Ooh. with Kenny Omega. She's going to be like, you can watch it tomorrow. And not even to be an asshole, but I would you look like, like You could watch that, that shit by yourself because I'm leaving you. Yeah, but you would look like the asshole. I would look like the asshole of course. presenting that idea. You know what I mean? It's better. Um, look, at the, look, at, look at fucking, okay, Monday, Monday Night Raw. Tuesday, NXT. Wednesday, Dynamite. What am I missing on Wednesday? Is there something else on Wednesday? The Wednesday's Dynamite. Thursday, Impact, GCW, Ring of Honor, Ring of Friday, Honor. SmackDown, Rampage. Now Saturday, Collision. Come on, bro. And then how you gonna how you gonna tell your girl now Saturday I gotta deal with this shit too? Yeah. Fuck no. you. Ain't no. no way, bro. Well, so I even so think about it like this. Because I think what kills AEW in a way too. I wonder if they're gonna do it with collision, actually. So I have like YouTube TV and stuff like that. So it doesn't come on. It comes on at it'll come on at six, but technically it's going to be on at three in the afternoon for me. Oh, West Coast, yeah, bro. I don't, I'm telling you, man. West Coast time. Like I'm if you want to watch bro. it live, if you want to watch it live, that is like on TBS or the TNT app, I can watch live, but it's going to have to be at three in the afternoon. There's no way in hell from three in the afternoon to five in the afternoon. I'm telling you, bro. I, I it, just... I'm curious to see how it goes. I want it to do well, and we know in the beginning it's oh, going to be great. Yeah, I want it to be great. I want it to be successful because I want this company to stick around. It's just there's I no. Just, way, I don't know unless they maintain the same dynamite viewership. I should say as dynamite, and I hate how we keep talking ratings, but it's just that's what yeah. this is. Yeah, it's just you can't even with Punk on it if the ratings aren't pretty much the same as dynamite there's no way you can't tell me this is there's an a and a b show yeah it's it's not because look at look at look at raw and smackdown smackdown does like 2.3 i think average and raw does like 1.8 yeah smackdown's the a show and that's 500 400 500,000 people and everyone knows it's the a and the b show yeah and it's fine that's whatever but there's no way you can spin this if ratings aren't the same 
I just I, I just feel like he's you 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 said it earlier. Um, it's almost like they're trying to do too much at the same at one time. Like maybe get this streaming shit set up, whatever it's gonna be, and then you know figure out what's going on with this new show later. I don't know, man. Um, because this one man cannot continue to run all these things by himself. This is this is not normal. Like Tony Khan is not fucking. He's gonna get. Know. He's gonna legitimately get burnt out. Yeah, he's not Rain Man, bro. You're gonna need to hire a lot more than Will Washington. All due respect to Will Washington, I'm glad he's aboard because that's gonna help with continuity and all that other shit. But you're gonna need a lot more than that, bro. You're gonna need a team. Well, and if you're yeah, getting, look- if you're getting 4.6 million per week, uh, hire some fucking help. writers. Yeah, because you got to think about it too. It's like this isn't the '90s where you can have small teams with Vince McMahon, Pat Patterson, and Michael Hayes and Gerald Briscoe sitting at the pool writing one show a week. Right now, you're writing two shows every week. Now, look, you see it in the behind the scenes with WWE. They have like fucking like thirty goddamn people on these teams. Yep, and they remember. I don't know if it's like that still, but. I remember during, like, the actual Raw and SmackDown split, like, in the early 2000s, and when they did it again, really, in, like, 2016, each show had a team. There's no way Tony Khan and his five or six people can or even should be writing four, four technically, because of Ring of Honor. They shouldn't be writing four shows a week. At least for Ring of Honor, like there's not like a lot of writing to be done on that show. It's like match, match, yeah. match, 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 promo, <laughs> match, 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 match. Like you know, fuck. you're just setting up to the next big match, kind of thing. Yeah, for real. Like Dynamite, you got storyline and shit built up from God knows when, and now if Punk comes back, you got the Elite seeing Punk shit, and it's just gonna be it's gonna be fucking. I don't know, man. I I just. I can't fault the guy because he's gotten this far, you know, and he's if he's yeah, getting this awesome. deal and it's awesome. Yeah, and if he's getting this deal, then man, you know, he's doing something right. But dude, it's a lot, bro. And I just uh I'll I'll keep it a buck, man. I'm not gonna be watching collision. I'll watch the first I'll be there for the first episode, maybe the first two or three episodes, you know. But I'm not gonna be every Saturday. Stuck here at eight o'clock to watch a fucking wrestling show. My friends make fun of me as it is, talking about when I tell them I'm going to a show or whatever. They're like, "Oh, what the fuck are you doing? Come on, man, come hang out. Where are you going to see that dumb shit?" I'm like, no, this is my shit. But yeah, not on Saturday, and bro. And it's already because here's my thing: the way WWE program has been going, their shows are on Saturdays once a month. I'm not giving up two Saturdays a month. Nah. And that's why I'm saying there's a difference between weekly TV and a pay-per-view. Yeah. Because if, say, AEW had a pay-per-view this Saturday and WWE next Saturday, I would stay home for both because it's a pay-per-view. Yeah. It's not CM Punk and we'll be right back in picture in picture. Yeah, and thank God WWE's decided to space out some other shit because they were running pay-per-views every month. Yeah. A fucking few years ago. That was rough in itself. This is kind of like... Okay, yeah, what's this? Oh, next month we have this. So it's like, it was like fucking once at one every one Saturday every month, you had to like, you know, fucking stay home for that shit. So at least now they've spaced theirs out too. That's another thing with this deal. Supposedly, if they're going to be running, um, like if they're running all in 
on this streaming service, there's a possibility that they may do more pay-per-views now because they'll be able to be on the streaming service. So on one hand, it's like, oh, cool, more AEW pay-per-views. But on the other hand, it's like, like I Vince, don't know, man. Vince said know. it himself. When you have your own streaming, you can do what – pretty much he said you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. That's one thing I am curious about when they do uh, when they do a pay-per-view and shit like that. Are they just going to go buck wild with the F-bombs and just basically doing whatever they can possibly do because there's no restriction. They're not – they're on a streaming service. They can do whatever they want. They're not held to anything. It's going to be interesting. God, I hope, I hope they don't go. Well, here's the thing. You can't get mad at them if they do more. Because we sit here and watch a WWE one every month. But the way they do their storylines, it works perfect for the four or five shows they do a year, though. That's yeah. the thing. Because that's the thing. You're going to rush a bunch of storylines or you're going to go down the whole WWE dozen. It used to be worse, but you're going to have MJF and Sammy Guevara on three straight pay-per-views. Yeah, that's too much. You know, finally, WWE got away from that. But remember for a while, it was like pay-per-views were literally just rematches from the pay-per-view before. WWE WrestleMania backlash. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, we we say all the time, but it's like, and what was that one, getting? What was that uh, one year where it was literally backlash was literally like four fucking rematch WrestleMania rematches, like it was literally four fucking straight matches that were rematched from the. It was like two years ago. No, it was last year. They had Cody and Seth, Bobby and Omos. Um, that's crazy, bro. Charlotte and Ronda. So there's three right there. And then there was and probably one more. Before. That's literally the one they called WWE WrestleMania Backlash. Backlash. Yeah. Yeah. The only so good thing like, I could think of with the AEW shows is like, let's say they add two more pay-per-views to the year. Then, okay, then they'll be able to like shrink the size of their pay-per-views now. Because, dude, they are a little long. <laughs> Some yeah. of those pay-per-views are a little long, bro. I get there at 7 and I'm there till fucking midnight. Like, that's... I enjoy them, don't get me wrong, but you're not going to add two more shows and make them fucking nine hours, bro. You got to shorten them a little bit. So Yeah, and I think six pay-per-views a year, in my opinion, is perfect. One every other month, or however you need to space it, you know yeah. what I mean? Because you got to think, like, say you have one in January, and then you have one in March. You do it in the middle of January, even if you did it at the beginning of March. You got six, seven weeks to build to a show. Because it's nuts. But that's why I kind of would worry is like Double or Nothing's next week, and there hasn't been a crazy amount of matches announced yet. Yeah. And you got two dynamites. Now, granted, the shit, like you say, I have never sat down at an AEW pay per view and been like, there's been some I've been skeptical, like, eh, eh, not much has been really said. And then it's Bang. great. Yeah, and then it's great. So I have no doubt it's going to be a great pay-per-view. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely – one thing I'll say, and I'm very known for saying this, is I'm always going to see it out and give it a shot, and especially because Tony, because Tony really hasn't done much wrong. Yeah. I think it's more of us worried as like a friend. Like, hey, Tony, we're worried for you. Yeah. <laughs> For real, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. That's and that's where my concern comes from, man. I'm, I just 
want this thing to stick around like forever. Like I want to in 20 years still see AEW there doing shows and you know what I mean? Doing their thing. Like I want that shit to last a long time. I don't want it to be like, man, remember that AEW, man? That was the shit. Like I don't or want it to be like another WCW. And I don't want to be that guy either to take a shot at Impact, but I don't want it to get lower. Like Impact's still a thing, but I don't want it to get to that either. Yeah, I give Impact their props though. They really they do good with what they got. Man, there was a time when they were stuck on that Anthem TV and you just couldn't fucking, bro. There was no way for you to watch that shit. Like you had to go literally to illegal sites and watch their shows and the shows were bad, bro. Now, they you know, at least them. they have the YouTube channel where you can watch their weekly show on there for like 2 bucks and you can watch their pay-per-views like 30 days after they post, so you know, they just need to stop Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray. Yeah, no more of can like can y'all like not do that? Like just, Yeah. I don't nobody wants to see that, bro. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see where everything goes. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, this Wednesday. So you guys, you wrestling fans, pay attention this Wednesday. I don't know when they're gonna do it. I don't know what time it's gonna be. I'm assuming it's gonna be Sometime in the afternoon, maybe like three-ish. I don't know. Um, Because Tony says he's got announcements on Dynamite. So, obviously, these announcements are going to come out before then. So, it's going to be some big news popping. And it's not just, you know, wrestling related. It's WB Warner Brothers. So, they're, you know, they're going to show a bunch of DC shit for, you know, you people who enjoy DC Comics movies and all that shit. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on. So, Wednesday is going to be a big, big day for wrestling. So, yep. We will see. So, I think that does that, it. guys. That brings us to the end of our speculation podcast. Uh, we have enjoyed very much talking about wrestling as we always do. We appreciate you guys for tuning in and uh, streaming our show. If what are your thoughts actually on uh, AEW Collision? What are your thoughts about a AEW streaming service? What are your thoughts on more pay per views? Let us know, man. Let us know in the comments. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Wrestling is trash. Just search it. You already know the deal. Let us know how you feel uh, because we feel a way. We want Tony to be successful. We want wrestling to be uplifted. So uh, you guys let us know what you think. And that wraps up episode 145 of Wrestling is Trash. Yes. Uh, Again, Trash Boy Numero Dos right here. Trash Boy Numero Uno right there. And uh, you guys enjoy wrestling. If, Nick, you would like to add anything to the finale of this, Just as always, free, As always, thank you guys for the views and subscribers on uh, YouTube. It seems like every episode we're getting a couple new ones. So that's awesome. Thank you guys for coming back. But most importantly, well, yeah, Trey Julius Randall. Um, but follow us on YouTube, but wrestling is trash. So subscribe, like, share, comment, 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 everything, push the button. I'm doing this because I'm going to, this is going to be the next GIF, the next wrestling is trash GIF. So I'm just going to make a, I'm going to make a mean face while you take us out. Yep. So all I got to say is please follow us on there. Keep the views up, share with your wrestling friends, share with everyone. And we bid you a farewell. Enjoy the wrestles. Enjoy wrestles, my friends. Peace.